Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to another episode of the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I am joined by my BEA beautiful wife, Joanne. Hi Joanne, there. how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. If you're new here, Joanne and I, we are a married couple. We have two kids of our own. And we love video games and life, and that's kind of what we talk about on the podcast here. Yep. This is episode number 27. So, Joanne, how has your week been in life and games? Let's start with life, because that's the more interesting one this week. <laughs> so both our kids caught a cold or a flu virus of something. Not COVID, thankfully. Yes, not COVID. But it has been a week of cleaning up pukes and messes. It's been really rough. They're, they're coughing, they have runny nose, and it's just what happens when you put a child in camp and they come back bringing all the wonderful cooties. <laughs> so Yeah, they bring all that back in the into the home and Yeah, you know, and spread those. it to the younger sibling of course and I know it's building their immune system, but man, I I feel for all parents out there when their kids are in the process of building their immunity cuz we're exhausted. I mean, there was a night where you and I had like frequent 2-hour naps because um, our toddler keeps waking up at night and yeah because I, I think that's the, that's the thing with younger kids like that toddlers mm -hmm. um they can't sleep because they're coughing and they they get frustrated and cry and, mm -hmm. and they can't really it's hard as an adult to even deal with that kind of stuff let alone the toddler um having yeah. to deal with that too and yeah. all the you know, symptoms and everything that comes with a cold and you know runny noses are just they're draining literally so yeah and babies and kids especially babies they don't really know how to like blow their nose um that's true our one-year-old definitely does not although she gets like i'll try to tell her to like blow out of her nose and she'll just like blow with her mouth she knows how to do that but then the toddler kind of a three-year-old kind of knows he's done it a couple times but like like whenever i try and get him to blow his nose like he doesn't uh doesn't like doing it it seems like it probably feels weird like with maybe the pressure or mm -hmm. pushing things out of his nose is like weird to him probably so he doesn't really like doing it but man i wish he would because it would make him feel a lot better and then the other problem is they don't know how to cough out their mucus like clear their throat the way we do true and the only way they do that is like through puking I guess so far that's what's been happening to them both so it's a lot of cleaning sheets cleaning floors bathing them and changing the outfits so even in the last like 30 minutes right i mean we were literally just preparing yeah. for this episode you know usually joanne and i will take a good 30 minutes and just run through what we want to talk about mm -hmm. and just kind of 
get in the right mindset before we actually record. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of that, um, yeah, our one-year-old woke up coughing and had a crib full of puke. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> Parenthood. Yes. Never a dull moment. Finest. They should have a game like Baby Dash or something. <laughs> yeah, where you have to basically take on the role of a parent and ta- do all this stuff taking care of a baby. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, watch the, you know, the baby monitor and, you know, change diapers and feed them when they get mm-hmm. hungry and do all this stuff. And also at the same time, take care of yourself. Yeah, entertain them. <laughs> like that's what they call it, space lines from the far out, where we have yeah. to entertain them, else they end up doing stuff that you and don't want them to and do. And then when you increase the difficulty, it just adds more kids to you. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And you also, you mentioned like how our kids kind of get each other sick. Yes. And I feel like that's kind of, like I don't honestly know how you avoid that. And I don't think you really can or do. Mm-hmm. I think... It's just kind of like have to let it run its course and kind of, you know, hope, hopefully everyone's not sick at all at the same time. But, you know, one will get sick and then the other one will get sick as the other one's like kind of getting better. And like, thankfully, at least this time we haven't gotten sick. I'm sure we would have by now if we were. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's, I guess, our immune systems being a little bit stronger or whatever. But, yeah, thankfully, like we're not sick, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> then that's really tough. <laughs> and imagine the people that have more kids. We only have two. So we only have to deal with two getting sick. Yeah. Like each time. But imagine if we had like five or something. Yeah, I can't I can't even. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's on the life part, which already takes up most of my time. I didn't get to do much gaming because at the end of the day with this two sick kiddos yeah, I, and we we even had to cancel the stream this week too yeah right? so we didn't even do a stream this week because it was one of the nights that our son was really sick mm-hmm. and having a hard time sleeping and we kind of just needed to be there for him and i think that's one of the harder parts with both of us being like kind of in the same podcast together mm-hmm. because we're also both the only people responsible for these kids so yeah you know if they if they need us they need us not like um, you know, one of us can kind of break away to just to do that and leave the other one here to do this. So, mm-hmm. but that's why we have this podcast to do life together and share the burdens together. <laughs> Not that the children are burdens, but I'm just saying like the tough times, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I get you. <laughs> but, um, so any gaming at all? I know this, you know, taking care of sick kids has kept you especially busy. Yeah. Uh, I did. Games? I did play couple times i think or maybe more than a couple times but every time i played it it was lost ark as usual because that's my de-stressing game so when i'm stressed that's the game i play to de-stress myself it's kind of like meditation for me because all i do is do the mokoko seeds collectibles and just random achievements nothing you know, like daily grind or whatsoever. No, just more like chilling stuff after a rough day. Wanting to enjoy the beautiful graphics of Lost Ark and the music. Nice. I can kind of see that being like a more of stress-free, winding down, relaxing kind of game. Mm-hmm. 
for me, that's probably more like Hearthstone, just like super simple and easy to get into, and I don't really have to think a whole lot. Yeah. I guess because I'm just so used to the games. Mm-hmm. But as far as me and my week, I think you kind of explained most of the life part with me, with the kids being sick and, you know, missing a stream, unfortunately. But I'm looking forward to having one next week. Yes. And then on the gaming front, uh, playing a little bit of Hearthstone. I kind of went back to that being my main mobile game. You know, I was playing some BeatStar for a while there, which I was having a lot of fun with. But then, like, the way they set it up, like, it gets harder and harder to unlock more and more songs as you go, like, drastically harder. Because it just requires, like, more and more grinding and points and stuff. So, like, it kind of became a little bit more, more work than what it was worth. So... I think I'm pretty much done. I haven't uninstalled it yet, but I think I'm pretty much done with BeatStar. And then the other one that I was playing, Rush Royale, kind of think I'm done with that one too. Like right now, I was it was a point where I was kind of split between those three games on mobile, and then now I'm mostly just playing Hearthstone. So I think I'm done with the the short run of BeatStar and Rush Royale. Mm-hmm. Both were kind of fun in their own ways, but I I knew like right from the very beginning it wasn't going to last that long. So back to Hearthstone all the way. Yep. And then on the PC gaming side, I officially uninstalled Bioshock. Mm. Uh, Bioshock One Remastered, which was picked up for free not that long ago, and that was kind of tough because I I wanted to be able to finish it, but I was wasn't really enjoying it that much. And I wanted to play other games, and I needed a little bit of space on the old hard drive. So that one I did away with. And I think when I do get back into Bioshock, I'll just like skip on over to Infinite and kind of start off with that one. And I at least got to play through a part of Bioshock 1 just to see a little bit of what it's like. But then I'll jump into Infinite, and that a lot of people say is really good. So that'll be soon for sure. It's probably not going to be the next game that I hop into. I'm still playing some Vampire Survivors, but I every time I play it, I keep... I mean, it's really fun, but then like I'm having a hard time unlocking a couple of the last things, and I feel like I'm kind of wasting some time playing that game when I'm not unlocking something, so I feel like I kind of want to move on to something else. I'm thinking Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy is one that I'm thinking of playing next. Which, when we bought this PC, it it was a custom build and it came with the computer, like a redeem code or whatever. So, uh, even though now it's on Game Pass, so I, I probably didn't need to have that, but we have it already on the PC. So, I'll probably just um, play through that one next here, hopefully. I heard that one's pretty good, too. That came out last year. Do you like Guardians of the Galaxy? The movie, yeah. I don't know how the game works. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I've only seen a little bit of the game, but I heard a lot of good things about it. A lot of people liked it, so I'm hopefully going to have some fun with that one. But yeah, like uh, other, I mean, other than all that stuff, not a whole lot of gaming going on this last week. We've been pretty busy. Like just also kind of getting back from vacation and everything, like being caught up and all with work. Like there's a little bit of extra work this week, yeah. but. That's so kind of about it, right? Yeah. Yes, it's been a slow week on the gaming side, but been super busy with life and the kids. So. Yeah. So 
Shall we recap everyone on uh, what's new on Game Pass? Sure, yeah. And then we could discuss an interesting article, which we would not get into right now, but stay tuned. After the game releases, we'll talk about an interesting topic that we have read. Sure, so what do you got for Game Pass games? All right, so this week, Game Pass games that came out. July 19, it's As Dusk Falls on console, PC, and cloud, as well as Watch Dogs 2 on console, PC, and cloud. Didn't you play Watch Dogs before? I did. Pretty interesting, wasn't it? Was it was a while ago. I can't remember if it was Watch Dogs 1 or 2, to be honest. Oh, really? I kind of think it was Watch Dogs 2. It was too. I can't really remember. If, if I've actually only played Watch Dogs 1 and is now on game pass i might check it out but if it's the one i've already played then yeah i'm not going to do that again but it was fun i like just like messing around in that game like you just drive around and like mess with the street lights or you know whatever <laughs> like hack different things Hacking, yeah yeah that w- it was a pretty cool game i liked it and then on july 21st the three games that came out on game pass was moto gp 22 which is on console, PC, and cloud. Sins of a Solar Empire Rebellion, which is only on PC, though. And Torment, Tides of Numenera, on console and cloud. I did not see the trailers for the last two games that I just mentioned. Did you check them out? Uh, I have not checked them out yet, and I don't know The Torment one about. sounds pretty interesting, but I don't want to judge a game by its title. <laughs> yeah, and that one's not on PC, so I don't think we're going to get to see that it. That is true. Looking at Sins of Solar Empire now, it kind of looks like a base strategy. Like alien. It has online multiplayer. So it's like Yeah, it's like a strategy game in space. They have a really short video on uh, the Game Pass app about it, but it doesn't really show a whole lot. I don't think it's one we try, but you really like those... You know, big space battle type stuff. It might be right up your alley. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Watch Dogs is a good one. As Das Falls looks interesting because it's like also multiplayer. and Is it multiplayer? Mm-hmm. It's interactive drama. They keep um, putting a lot of games like this on Game Pass, which is interesting. Because I mm-hmm. wonder if, if it must be working. Kind of like an interactive, story-driven. Yeah game might want to check that out since it i mean the cover looks nice and and it's co-op it says yeah i don't know how but man it'd be interesting that'd be fun that might be fun for like a stream a stream day going into a game like that if it's like co-op mm-hmm. agree so yeah that's what's on game pass what about you what you got okay so new game releases out this week as Dusk Falls, which is the same one that just came to Game Pass. And then we have Endling, Extinction is Forever on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. We have Fallen Angel on Switch and PC. Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. Into the Breach on iOS and Android, so that's a mobile game. Gray. On PS5, PS4, and PC. Redout 2 on Switch. 
We have Bright Memory Infinite on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and Switch. Koromon on Switch. And Live a Live or Live Alive. <laughs> I don't know. This one, this one's getting me. Okay, so it's like Live, L I V E A, different word. And then Space Live again, L I V E. But I don't know if it's like Live or Live between each one of them. What do you life, think? Life or live. <laughs> Li- it's either live, live alive, live a live, live alive, or live a live. Oh. That's hard to say. <laughs> and like between read and read, like different ways to say mm-hmm. the word with the same spelling. So but. I'm sure they're trying to confuse people on purpose and they got me for sure. Yeah. So without looking into it, I don't know how to pronounce that one. Mm-hmm. But kind of ones on there we we played forza horizon 5 yeah but this is hot wheels this one's is it the like same? the hot wheels one which i wonder if that's going to come to game pass at some point like the all others. the other forza yeah. games because hot wheels that's pretty cool like i would I'd at least like to see like how that looks versus the you know forza horizon 5 that we played mm-hmm and if it's on Game Pass, I might check it out for a little bit, for like a, a night or two, just to kind of hop in and, and see it. Stray uh, looks cool. interesting. And then Stray, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I'm a cat lover, so. Yeah, you are definitely a cat person, a lot more than me, that's for sure. And Stray is a game where you play as a cat, and you're like in this big city, and it's kind of like cyberpunk-esque city looking. And I think you have to like try and escape or something like that, so like... Yeah, you play as a cat, and I don't, I don't really know like what else you do. Uh, I haven't really watched any of the gameplay or anyone playing it, but it's all over social media, people talking about it, and a lot of people are playing that right now as kind of probably the biggest game on this list that people are playing right now, the least that, that I have heard of. I actually shared a meme by 9gag on this game. <laughs> you did? Yeah, it's on KJ After Dark. Our on Instagram? Instagram, yeah. It's a story. Well, there you have it. Go check it out. And you can also look up Stray while you're at it. And that one is, is not even on Xbox. It's only on PlayStation and PC. So if you're an Xbox player, I'm sorry, but it is on PlayStation or PC. Most cat people are PC players and PlayStation players. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so between Xbox, PC, and PlayStation, and like cat lovers, dog lovers, do you think... Cat lovers are Xbox players or PlayStation players or PC players. <laughs> I don't even know if that's even connected. Is there a correlation? There might be a huge correlation and just no one's figured this out yet. <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't have it on Xbox. There's a lot of cat people are gamers. There's, there's a lot of people who game who have cats yeah. or stream and have cats. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but it might. I like to think so. Mm-hmm. That's it for new game releases. We did have a story to talk yes. about. Um, it's not exactly like breaking news. It's just an interesting news story that kind of got me thinking a lot and definitely curious to like see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. But anyways, there is a teacher at a school in Oregon, and this is here in the U.S., where the teacher was approved to use video games to teach in his classroom so he has a set of 20 xboxes Uh, i think it was like four nintendo switches and a playstation 5 
And it's an English teacher. Yeah, it is for an English class, but he has this um, you know, set of consoles, quite a few. So what is that, like 25 different consoles for this classroom? And I don't know if everybody is going to be using one at the same time or really what the whole plan is for that. Mm-hmm. But he's going to use video games to engage more with students. You know, versus, I guess, using books or, you know, online assignments or, I mean, it's probably been a little while since I've been in school. Mostly for literature, so... Yeah, I mean, it's for an English class, I would assume maybe middle school or high school. No, it's a senior, they say. Okay, so so this is a high school. I think that's probably better, but yeah, so using video games to teach in an English classroom about narrative themes commonly seen in literature and films yeah i remember back in high school okay i'm speaking from from my home country malaysia so back in high school my english teacher did use a movie you know to study literature and stuff was it like a, a movie rendition of a book or something no it was it was that movie, I don't even remember the name anymore, that movie, but I know Robin, Robin William was in it. Remember the one where, oh, the Dead Poets Society. Oh, yeah, Dead Poets Society. But we did see that same movie in school really? for me, too, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, it's, it was a good movie, so. It is, um, it is. And then we yeah. were, you know, like, asked to give our thoughts on it. Yeah, I thought that was a great way f- to engage the students, but... With games, I think it's it's a unique idea. I mean, I don't know how he's going to do it. This teacher is going to do it. Because, you know, like, even between you and I, we play games at a different pace. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if they're going to play it in the class or when they go home as a homework, if that's assuming everyone has it. I would think just in the classroom, because I don't think the school would want the students taking home these consoles I mean, just with the likelihood of them breaking or yeah. students losing them, air quotes, losing them, you know, or, or I would assume they would disappear somehow. They have to keep mm-hmm. probably a pretty close eye on those. So I'd imagine it would be in the classroom. And some, I mean, some games take hours upon yeah. hours to beat. So, you know, most classes are like an hour or two a day, Yeah. Um, you know, of, of each subject. And this is just one subject. I mean, I know like he wants to use the story in God of War or the literature or something, but like let's say there's a boss fight, like they need to be a very skilled gamer in that class to get through that to get to the next part of the story, right? No? Yeah, like <laughs> like you mentioned God of War, which is one of the games that they mention in the article. Um as well as It takes two. It takes two. Um, some story-driven games, and you know, uh, like God. Of, I don't. We haven't played. I've played it, it before. We played God of War, yeah, and it wasn't like a particularly short game. So I mean, I'd imagine it would take a while, like uh, quite a few classes of just coming in if, if you're going to play through that game. And yeah. even then, I feel like in video games, sure, you get a lot of story but there's a lot of just running around or mm-hmm. talking to random characters or fighting random enemies that don't really have anything to do with the story or add any context or flavor to the game 
other than just having fun battles, right? Yeah. So it's like a lot of that time feels like it kind of gets wasted for the student or in the classroom. Yeah. That I could see as a gamer kind of being worried about that because I know how games are. And Mm -hmm. I I would think a lot of, I'm sure not every parent of the students in this class is overjoyed with the fact that their kids are going to be playing Xbox in the classroom. Um, I'm sure there's some parents that are marching up to the school board and, you know, demanding they put a stop to this or whatever, you know. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm sure some parents aren't going to, would not be happy about it. But (laughs) yeah, but I don't know. I think it's a great idea and it's not stated like that, you know, that's the only way they're going to study it. I'm sure there are many alternatives. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because, I mean, yeah, I, I doubt they just do this every day um, yeah. for their whole year. I'm sure the teacher will still use books. It is an English class after yeah. all, right? He may, may even use movies. Um, but yeah. obviously, there is a student engagement problem, which most parents, may, maybe some parents probably see that kind of thing if they're really involved in their of their kids' uh, schools and and what it's like for them in their classrooms and maybe they see that in their in their child as well. Um, but at least for us, like we haven't been in school for a long time, and then our kids aren't at the ages where they go into school. And I'm sure it's a lot different from when we were. Plus, you're in a different country now, so I'm sure just the cultural differences and 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 all that. Mm-hmm. But also um, we had like computer classes back then and even then it wasn't it wasn't as what's the word for it? Efficient as I expected because like I said, everyone has like different pace. Like some people who has access to computers at home um obviously know how to use the program better in the school mm-hmm. versus kids who did not have computers at home. So the same goes for this. I think like kids who have consoles at home would probably like figure out how to progress the story faster compared to the other kids you know and i don't know if that's gonna be like a problem and stuff like that because maybe only a certain number of students would be engaged and then in the story versus other kids who are just watching and getting bored yeah i mean that's you know i think that's fair to say that Video games aren't for everybody, and mm. probably the same way that books aren't really for everybody. And I'm sure there's some students that don't have any intention of of playing, or they don't want to play any any of these games. Yeah, and you know maybe they can just watch the other students. And if it is really about the story and you know the narratives of the games, then really playing it doesn't really add any benefit to that, mm-hmm. right? You may as well watch it, and you get the story and narrative in that way. And, you know, let somebody else who wants to play it, play it. I'm thinking the teacher himself is a gamer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, probably. I mean, to go to this kind of stretch, I I would assume at least somewhat. Yeah. It it definitely would seem like it. But like you said, they're probably not only going to be doing this. I'm sure there will be lots of assignments around what the kids are learning and what they're picking up on. It's not just, oh, play games and you get an A right or beat the boss and you get an a or something like that right i'm sure they're going to have to write essays and assignments and all kinds of stuff and school is still going to be school but (laughs) maybe they'll just enjoy it a little bit more you know kind of comparing these to 
the books, I guess. And I, like I mentioned, I wasn't really much of a book person. I mean, I still read really? in school because I had to, but oh, that I was guess, yeah. pretty much the only times I've really read in my life was when I had to or yeah. was supposed to. But usually it's not just for, for leisure or for pleasure of reading. That's what, true. What, what about, I mean, I already know the answer, um, but not everybody listening does. But so what do you feel about books? I love books. <laughs> I mean, I started reading like since I was three. Like reading know, books? Yeah. I mean, like baby books. I mean, board books first. And then just like our son, he's reading at three to his yeah. one-year-old sister. But then, you know, I like read more books at five years old, like proper books. <laughs> and then I've just really got hooked on books up till this very day. Because like when I read a book, it's like like there's a movie being played in my head. And, and it's just, you know, I get so like I dive into it that. Like the whole world around me don't exist anymore. It's basically as bad as gaming for me. Reading and gaming. Is is what you're reading important or you could get into pretty much anything? Um, I think it's important. Like I mean, it, just, like, it just needs a good story? Basically. Yeah, I would read a good story. I, if, yeah. I like a story that's very detailed to the point like when I read Harry Potter, I could like totally picture it in my head to the point where the movie did not live up to my expectations because I imagine it better based on what the author wrote in the book. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's something that I just don't do very well. Like I don't visualize. Like I kind of visualize things, but it doesn't like sometimes if the book is good, I'll visualize it and then it'll help me kind of get through the book. But if it's not good, I just get distracted and my mind wanders and I'll end up reading the same half a page five times over again because I keep stopping without realizing it. Back in like elementary school and also middle school, we had this like competition in school where like you have to submit all the titles of books that you read in that week. And in then week? And by yeah, and then at the end of the month, after you submit everything, um so every week we submit it and then at the end of the month, they total it up, and then the person who reads the most books, like, win, you know. And then you even have to write the number of pages. It's not just, like, books, books. You have to write the title of the book, the number of the pages in the book. And... I would just pick the book that has the most pictures in it. <laughs> That's usually how I did my book selections if I had to. But the books that you had to read in school, did you enjoy those? Like, or did you also think those were good books? Or did you only enjoy the books that you picked, like, outside of school reading? I obviously enjoy the books I pick outside of school more. But some of the books are nice. I mean, the ones that were suggested in school. But I remember I did not really enjoy, like, the classical, like, the very different English, you know, the... Like the old, the like the older ones. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, it was like really hard reading because all the thou and thee and thy and it was. Yeah, it's like very twisted Yoda language. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, I get that. Yeah, I I did not really enjoy all that, you know. <laughs> yeah. So either way, this um, whole story about this teacher in Oregon using video games to teach in the classroom. 
it'll be interesting to see how it goes and mm-hmm. um you know how the students do um also in the article it read that the, the school wasn't getting any help like from Microsoft or or Sony or Nintendo. I mean, obviously, most of the consoles that they have are Xboxes um, created by Microsoft. So um, it'd be interesting to see if they kind of lend a hand or do anything to help support the class, given that they're using Xboxes to do at least some of the teaching. Mm -hmm. And it also got me thinking, like, what if Microsoft did get behind this you know, and kind of supported this classroom and there was more classrooms like this in the future, right? Imagine if, if this is a wild success and I don't, I'm not saying that I think it would be, I honestly, I honestly don't really know if that's a good idea to bring video games into the classroom. I think it's, I think over time it's gotten harder for kids to learn just because of phones and screen time and they're, we're just not really as alert, I think, as we used to be. And I think less people enjoy reading or read now than we used to. Um, but if it does succeed and more classrooms start doing something like this and Microsoft starts kind of being the, the one to support classrooms like this. And if they were, imagine if they were an Xbox in every classroom in the country, <laughs> right? That kids would play to learn or to, to you know, at their school to, um, basically to integrate with their schoolwork in, in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And that's what they got used to when they were in school and, you know, either at home or after school or after they're through school, if they do want to get a gaming console, what do you think they're going to get? They're probably going to get an Xbox because that's what they're mm-hmm. used to. You know, that's the, the games they've been playing on. It's a way to introduce them to one side of things in the console and gaming world if uh, one of these big companies were to really embrace something like this now, it could be a complete flop and the school might figure out that, you know, grades dropped or the kids didn't learn as much and they just ended up playing a bunch of video games. And (laughs) hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully the kids do well with all this. Yeah. But just something interesting that I was thinking about. Probably by the time our kids go to school, I mean, go to high school, they might, just virtual reality instead Ooh. yeah and another thing um i mean there's this whole reddit post with it right and uh, but that the teacher is involved in and kind of sharing the whole story and that's how we kind of um heard about it and get all got the whole scoop of this mm-hmm. and he also has a picture of all of the consoles and all the equipment all the controllers and everything and you know all 20 xboxes and the you know the ps5 and switch well i guess switches are pretty easy to come by but um just the fact that we don't have a current gen console yet and you know this teacher has 20 xboxes and a ps5 (laughs) don't know how i mean we're not really trying that hard to get like a ps5 but it's been it's been a little while since i've checked but I know before everything was like constantly out. So good for him for even getting all the equipment to <laughs> do this class. That probably wasn't that easy. Although I guess the, all the funding came from the school. So mm-hmm. that makes it easier. But yeah, that's kind of it on that story. Yeah. Excited to see how things go. Yeah. I kind of want to see if they do like a follow-up, like, you know, um, 
after the school season of how it all went and if they're going to continue doing it. Yeah. I hope it works out for them. Mm -hmm. I really do. Like we mentioned earlier, we did miss a stream this last week, but we should have one next week if everything goes smoothly. I don't see why it wouldn't. And you can catch us on our stream over on YouTube on the KJ After Dark channel. You can also check us out on Instagram at KJ underscore after underscore dark. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash KJ after dark. We pretty regularly share things to pretty much all, all those venues of um, content and information. So we'll share stories or just interesting stuff or stuff we're working on or doing. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to follow. Don't forget to give a thumbs up. Yes, all of that. Please do all that stuff. It really helps us out. And if you're watching on Apple Podcasts, please throw a rating and a review our way. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Yeah. But that's all we got for you this week. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you come back next week. Bye. Bye.